and we are back with another episode of Subsurface. It's your boy Matt Kid Lacey, and I'm Zeta, and we're back. Yeah, glad to be back. <laughs> you wanna? Do you wanna precursor a little bit about what we're gonna be? talking about sure. today we're going to be talking about celebrity and fame and fandoms i guess or being a fan mm-hmm. um said so we talk about it in the kanye episode but we didn't get to it but we're gonna get to it today okay i'm gonna start asking you a question okay. what do you do you consider yourself to be like a stan of anybody mm. yeah Definitely. Really? This is surprising to me. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I had a, a stan conversation last night, but I was more so reminiscent of like when I used to be a stan of um, Nicki Minaj. Because, um, you know, she was the GOAT. Um, she is the GOAT. But yeah, I guess. And then as well as her, um, Lil Wayne. I that's and that's a stan I feel like that's a pretty stan relationship because he's very I'm not gonna say he's a problematic person up front but like you know he's a little freaking Wayne like since yeah he's been problematic um and so it's I feel like the stanness of it is my um loyalty um mm. it was a Nikki was a little bit of a weird conversation because like I've 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 distanced myself Lil Wayne just dropped a mixtape and I was bumping that, you know, for the, like, the right. last two days. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you consider yourself a stand of? of um, similarly, it's more of like a past thing. But I like, but I, I'm a fa- I'm still a fan. But I used to be like a stand of Beyonce. Like, I was in the Beehive, mm. like going hard. Mm. But yeah, she's the only artist I've ever had that connection with. So yeah, what made you grow out of it? I know you said that you still, I guess, like, you still have that relationship with Lil Wayne, mm. but, like, why are you no longer a stan of Nicki? Um, maybe, you know, I don't even necessarily know why. I wanted to, I was just about to say association, to be like, I don't even want to, I don't want to be associated as a fan, mm. just, like, out of, like, reputation's sake. I don't know, just because of, like, the stuff that she does nowadays. Not even nowadays. She has a kid. She has a husband. Like, she's pretty wholesome now, to be honest. Right. Um, it was more so, I, I, I took my retreat at the time of when Queen dropped, um, because I was just like, I don't like any of this music. I was like, I don't. Oh, I, was okay. like, and I was like, and I used to love it all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for me, it was just a change um, that that as as a fan it didn't necessarily represent growth to me Mm -hmm. you know and that's pretty i think that's pretty high and mighty to like try and say so excuse me but um just as you know as as the nikki that i've grew up to watch and develop you know to drop an album where in which your the main content is about you know ghost writers and you writing your own bars and like blah 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 i'm like that's cool but like who are you trying to prove it to Nikki you have all of these you know, I mean well I guess like yeah. the Grammy's been snubbed her but like she has all these records and blah 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 like the biggest thing was like she doesn't need to prove herself to anybody mm-hmm. but that should kind of like give that should kind of open up the space where in which like she steps up you know she shows that she's even better even hungrier I don't know it kind of just like more complacency to me and that was a little sad exactly. and 
And so honestly, I mean, I, and I, it was probably more so present when I, the way I was talking about him last week, but Kanye is also a good synonymous like factor to like the way that I've done um, Nikki. Like I wouldn't stand by Ye, you know, 100%. Because once he did like the Yeezus thing, I already had like a skeptic's mind towards him, but I loved his music yet and still. Um, but kind of similarly to that, once he, you know, started to make music that I thought didn't represent a hunger like like he used to or just the artistic, you know, um, I mean, I, I don't want to say creativity. That's so powerful. But just like what he chose to talk about, you know what I'm saying? So it, I don't know. It's, it's what matters to me. And so but what I was going to ask you was also and then to provide context for the listeners in terms of what do you you know, how how do you even refer um, or how do you even um, describe a stand? You know what I'm saying? And like we oh, are, and, and, and there's a, you know, there's a, cause there's a whole, what would you call it? Etymology in terms of where, or etiology, I don't even know. I'm yeah. <laughs> butchering it. But um, in terms of where that term comes from. Um, I know, I don't know if this is true, but I, I've heard that it came from an Eminem song. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the song, but. Stan. Ban, yeah. Stan. Stan, right? And the yeah. guy was so crazy about him, he was gonna kill himself, right? Yes, it's it's yeah. it was it was it was damn it was borderline like obsession, um, and yeah. it was pretty it's it was pretty intense, and so it's it's kind of like a a, a dramatized version of that, um, saying you know like I die for you, I kill for you, I'm yeah. in the beehive, I kill myself, like that type of like dedication yeah. stands us. It's a, it's. I mean, yeah, it's die. a little scary. It's ride or die, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's interesting to me that, like, what you just said is you're really basing your, like, when you're a stan and why you're a fan in the material in the mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. And once the material and the music no longer inspired you or you no longer related to it, that's when you left from being like a stan. Whereas I don't think that really happens. Mm. <laughs> Someone who can say is supposed to be a stan. Mm. When you're a stan, even if the music quality drops, I feel like you're more likely to double down, not retreat from being associated with that person. Wow. So I think that's interesting to me. Because personally, when I was no longer, like I no longer considered myself to be a stan of Beyonce. Yeah. That was entirely like identity based for me. Like I considered myself like I didn't need to be a stan of her anymore because I didn't need her to communicate for me anymore. Hmm. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But so does that is that not a similar thing to when the music doesn't translate for you? No, because like when I consider myself a stan, even if Music even if the terrible. music was bad you know the music was bad you wouldn't hear that from my mouth <laughs> i was the one saying that you don't right. like it because you're a hater period like yeah there's nothing else well yeah so yeah that's actually pretty interesting i i'm kind of confused in terms of like it's well i'm not confused mm -hmm. i'm just like existing in this gray area um because the whole thing is nothing's ever black and white but it's yeah. mad interesting because to me, the content in the music represents a lot w with the person mm -hmm. or, the, or the artist. Yeah. Sorry, there's somebody like, there's some construction going on. The artist um, and 
and I know that because I am one. And so I know that I put myself into my music. And so the thing is like, to me, it's like the biggest, it's the, it's the, the most clear peak or most authentic peak, like P-E-E-K into, you know, a celebrity or an artist's life outside of because you know what they put on instagram i mean what they put on so and so when you know might not be as as raw and authentic as like the music and so i relate to the music because you know that i mean by by my you know transitive pop property that's the only way i'm gonna get to it and so once i hear that change and i mean i see the, the world around yay and i see the world around nick you know because there was a lot of shit going on and right now i'm in a position where actually you know your definition does hold true because I'm not I, I, I I'm not a stan of them niggas because and and so it, the question for me to think about is whether I was ever a stan because like I think the aspect of removing yourself from standom shows that like you know what I'm saying you folded you you couldn't handle the pressure you know what I'm saying <laughs> um and because I'm in the position right now where the only firm grounding I'm standing on is Wayne and that's even still scary as hell you know what i'm saying S standing next to trump and you know what i'm saying about to face like 15 years in the feds like because he had like guns loaded i'm like oh my nigga i'm like you got kids you got you know so it's like and i can be so skeptical right but for me right wayne was the first that i've ever listened to that was the first uh -huh. th the carter three was the first album that i purchased like those types of sentiments definitely felt uh, okay. that standum right i'm curious and so i mean like and i'm much more of an audiophile so like you know i care about like that type of stuff and whatnot but i'm like i'm kind of curious maybe why to put it in before and after terms why you considered yourself a B, you know what I'm saying, in the hive, and then why, like, what was the moment, what was the threshold where in which you said no? And was it, and so I'm guessing this is kind of what you kind of brought up, but is it a matter of you or is it a matter of the artist themselves? Like, I don't, it's nothing to do with her. <laughs> mm. Like, for me personally, I, like, and I'm still, like, a heavy fan, but I don't think I'm a stand. Like, and I'm making that distinction because it was, like, if, because I don't, I feel emotionally impacted because I relate to her music, but I'm not as emotionally invested, right? Yeah. Like, I don't need Beyonce to be doing this. I don't need Beyonce to be doing mm -hmm. that. You're not like, you're not fiending for the next Beyonce drop. No, I, I am. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I for the next drop. But you don't need her to do you any favors. Exactly, right. Like, I think my identity when I was younger was a mesh or how do you say that word, a mesh? Mm. With like her identity as an artist. Like, because mm. when she dropped Beyonce, no, Beyonce, like the mm -hmm. self work, mm -hmm. how was that? I was like 12. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was around that time. That was her first, like, not her first, but this is like, one that, of the, it was one of the biggest. One of the biggest. That album was her being really like sexual and owning her sexuality. Mm. I'm a 12, 13 year old going through puberty that is like whoa <laughs> <laughs> no other artist is doing that yeah so i felt like that album was speaking to me i felt like that album was for me heard and like once that attachment formed in that way like it was over no one could speak mm, you couldn't yeah. speak like it was 
over. That's so. You said you was what? You said you was ten toes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I was clipped. Nah, I mean that makes sense. That's that's literally me and the Carter Three. I think it's so interesting to think about like where it stems from. You know, I feel like that the the conception of like you even just knowing that this is one of your favorites or this is one of my you know one of the my top like that's all that that matters so much. Damn, stands, yeah, man. like because it wasn't like for you, and that's why I said it was interesting to me because it's like when I hear people talking about artists or celebrities that they stand, it's rarely ever related to like their uh, material work. Maybe there was one thing that they did, like one one work. It's about like, the ear that's listening to it. Yeah, that started it, but from that point on, I feel like it's really character and identity based. Whereas I feel like um, I'm trying to think of an example. Wait, wait, wait. Character and identity based within the listener or the artist? Within the relationship. Like they're relating oh, on the wow. basis of identity and character gotcha. rather than like sonically or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I'm trying to think of an artist that didn't have like a huge sonic change, but it had a huge like message change. We can out oh, Kanye, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that because it's interesting because I I kind of locate for Nikki, I, I kind of uh, located it or I diagnosed it as to where it's like a sonic change. Like she just yeah. obviously like sounds different. But it's funny yeah. because the underlying thing about that is the message. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, do you consider the message to be different between those albums that like changed your status? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because she had I the, she did she she had something to prove. In Pink Friday, she has something to prove, you know. I mean, possibly yet and still during like the pink print. Once it got to Queen, she's already like all she does is get mad at people for even saying that, you know, Lil Kim is something or Foxy Brown is something. You know, mm-hmm. she had a very like uh, irritable personality, and so it. But this, and so it's funny because now I'm getting you know on a tangent, but this is even what I meant to bring it to is the fact that. I kind of rebuke my statement before up front and tangibly it's the music, you know what I'm saying? But like the music is remnant of something and uh, uh, um, the message, the message and but just more visibly as well. There's it's funny because the people that I've stepped away from or whatever, something's been the case like publicly as well. Like Kanye has had so many things publicly, but like Trump was one of the one of the you know that was the straw that broke the camel's back and so like even though when i say it it's like oh yeah he started talking about different stuff yay's music started to sound different um it's it's all interconnected in the way in which you know he got a whole half he got a whole half white family you know he's he's you know, standing next to Agent Orange, like, you know, he he swears now that he is delivered by the by the hand of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> it all, it all, you know, it all coalesces. Right. Because and then if I wanted to dig into my, my qualms with Nikki, you know, we could go to her Beats One um, interview, her, her the show that she had. And when she started calling out Cardi B, even when they had when it was throwing shoes, like certain things like that. But um I don't know. It's it, it, you know you you make a good point in I guess how cloudy it can be for a fan that is partly still a fan. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I like I I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna listen to their music. 
You know what I mean? I just, I'm not gonna steamroll over anybody that has like, that that is gonna say something bad about them. Cause I might agree. Like now that I've stepped away from the standum, I still respect them, you know, as an artist and I'm still somewhat of a fan. Um, but it's really just, it helps open up conversation where in which we can actually critique the nigga. Like if, if we was talking about, if we was talking about yay, and this is five years old, five years ago, Matt. Cause it, then, yeah. Oh my, I would have been, it would not have been good. I would have just been talking, talking, talking. Oh, he's so great. All oh, this and all that, you know? Yeah. Same way. Same way. Be for me. Yeah. But it's like, but it's also an interesting, I guess, problem for artists where you're expected to continuously be reinventing yourself but also be um, responsible to your fans and responsible to, I guess, the image or the identity, the idea that they've invested in you, that they expect you to deliver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, what's wild to me is all these bad things will be happening to artists, like Adele, for example. What, like, what, what did she just go through? She went through a divorce. She went through she a divorce. be like, this next album is going to slap. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> what if this woman does not want to talk about that exactly that's a you know that's a and look we can get into it because that's a big thing about artist labor and the perception about what people think I, like go uh goes into becoming an artist becoming you know an artist mm-hmm. slash celebrity or an entrepreneur like a lot of them think that it's just a bunch of big breaks strung together, but mm. it's a whole lot of it's life and experience and work all mm. in 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 some type of, you know, conduit form to to produce the music because mm. you take pieces of every of every part. And so but to then hold somebody to the way in which that's arranged, that's the problem that we run into as fans. Yeah. That's like, you know what I'm saying? that that Adele thing is is spot on you know people thinking that they can get a great album because now there's more distress in the artist's life you know like you know what I'm saying like Drake being the sad the epitome of sad boy you know what I'm saying we don't yeah. want to see him in a relationship because that's not gonna help us you know and so that's and that's a that's a whole other thing but I wanted to bring it to this because I know we got we, you know we just got tension around this but chance you know what I'm saying I think one of the <laughs> Oh, I just I almost oh, overloaded God. my mic. <laughs> but a large thing is his artist progression, right? Can I ask you a question? Huh? Sorry, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. You are you saying is like your argument basis now that the progression was positive and not I'm not saying that it was positive or negative. I'm saying that it was his life, his experience and his work all uh-huh. put into one and people wanted to think it was it could just be black or white. What do you mean by that? Because he gives us acid rap, great breakout. Everybody loves it. This is the chance that they fall in love with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this isn't. But that's not the chance that's gonna stay. He's not gonna stay a 18, 19 year old forever doing acid forever. So he grows. He finds God. You know what I'm saying? He has a kid um, and a fiance. And then we move into coloring book. Definitely, definitely gets the reception it deserves. It's big because of the Apple Music push. It's big because of the independent um, nuances around it. But there's 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 increasing skepticism now, because now he's holy. 
You know what I'm saying? Now he's this, now he's that. And regardless, he's just not acid rap. Mm-hmm. And then we move on one more and we end up at, at, at the big day. Any argument is nullified because everybody says two thumbs down. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy it you because, it? and I still enjoy it. Some now, now, not as a, as a whole piece, I'll give it, you know, some of those songs are just as corny as the day that I first listened to them, you know, but I won't let one corny song overtake, you know, the whole shit. And more so than that, because that's just a little sidebar. I won't let my expectation of the mm-hmm. artist overrule, you know, the way that I actually feel about, you know, these emergent pieces of this project. Like it's it's just like I you know and and people don't I know people don't mean it you know arbitrarily and be like this is a bad album therefore he's a bad artist like I know nobody's saying that but some people yeah you know what I'm saying some people are saying that it's so fucked up and so but that's what I mean like just if you if bringing it to that notion a lot of people think that it's so easy you know what I'm saying and it's only because of what not only what they're being shown, but what they're looking at and how they're choosing to look at it. It's, that shit just boggles me, man. It's a th- I feel like it's a thing about music appreciation as well, but that's not even really, this is like all good uh, anecdotes, but really for the larger part, I think it says a lot about looking into a celebrity's life, right? I'm like, cause I feel like a lot of, when it comes to a fandom or a super fandom, a lot of people try to get invested um, you know, they follow the person on, on all their socials, you know, maybe their, their partner, they know their kids, they know what they look like, like type shit. Like it's, it's interesting. Um, and dangerous (laughs) and dangerous. And, and it's still a, I won't say it's a facade, but it's still being, I think that's fair. Well, it might be. Cause when I think about it, I think about it in terms of it being a facade. Like um, what you what you see on social media, on your celebrity social media. That's absolutely a facade. Yeah, what you I see mean, on my social media is a facade. What's on your social media? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's very true. But I mean, I well, okay. So, a facade, a false, superficial, or artificial appearance or effect tried to preserve. Um, what was the last part of that? An effect you try to preserve or effects like e f f e c t. Um, and it says like try to preserve the facade of a happy marriage, um, but I'm pretty Ooh, sure that's. I like, I like the last part of that definition, an effect that you try to preserve. I think that's mm-hmm. really fair to apply. To yeah. you're trying to preserve the idea that maybe you're cool, that you're attractive, that you're funny, that you're interesting. Like I think that's incredibly fair. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's branding. It's just tough, or it's a complex situation. Um, thinking about the relationship between the artist and the audience, because now that's one of the that's one of the main and central places or touch points where the audience is going to interact with that brand. If that's the central spot, and it's a facade, you're well, never what. I don't think facade is always negative. I don't no, no, no. But just not it not raw not as as authentic like you can upload your consciousness or your whole self into any medium i think like 
I think that's impossible. That's <laughs> so true. I think the expectation or the idea that you, by being on someone's Instagram or wherever else, are interacting with their whole authentic self, if you have that idea in your head, I think that is a little bit more, that's a little bit more iffy to me. Yeah, and that is iffy. Um, I just think it's interesting because that, if that's not at least one of the symptoms or one of the guiding factors that leads such a falsified, um, you know, ideation of said artist or whoever they are, I don't know what is. I like social media. I'm like all I, I was kind of just pointing, you know, saying social media is a, is a huge culprit, you know, in 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 preserving that. Um, oh, of course. Facade. Yeah. And it's in, well, I mean, not literally, but it, it was like, that's its purpose now. Essentially, yeah, Instagram has changed to um, accommodate that, very obviously. <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's... How do you, how you feel about that update? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think social media is inherently evil. I think the way that we're like socialized to use social media is more of a problem how do you think we're socialized to use it as a brand as like well i don't even think that's terrible because now because they're literally turning it into a marketplace if you're on a marketplace i hope you're there to sell <laughs> or to buy that's, that's so <laughs> like i so personally like i'm not hugely upset by that but what was i saying oh i think like if you're using it as like a marker for progress either personal progress world progress i think that can be a little problematic but yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i feel so tired today my brain's just stopping short so you get <laughs> no, i get you um at least when you think about the term or the idea of abolish celebrity like what do you think celebrity has done for the health of society mm. what do i think about the term and then and then do no, i think well yeah i guess they're i'm trying to make them connected okay yeah i got you um i think that's an i've never heard that term i think that's really, really interesting come to my side of today <laughs> you feel me i don't know if i want to but that's gonna make my head hurt but it's <laughs> abolishing the aspect of or abolish celebrity i think it's Can I provide more context around that no i mean not for me i think i mean when i hear it i think you know just dub it right when i think abolish i don't I, when i think abolish actually more so than that i think restructuring and i think you know finding a new way to break down and build you know consequential consequentially or subsequently um okay. you know because like we we don't uh, we don't destroy just to destroy you know um so i think that i think that it's a it's a nice sentiment theoretically um i'd have to you know think about ways in which that's possible but to your second point i don't even know if abolishing celebrity outright is what we necess is what is, is something that I'd say, you know, is good. I'd probably say let's not just because of what you continued to say, which was how much do you think they've helped 
or like how do you think they've helped you know just towards the like greater good i mean you can disagree with me no and i'm and so because i i'm doing like one one half and then the other so like i think that it's a dope sentiment and i'm acknowledging that but i don't think that um it can be done i just have to think more but i don't think that it can be done because of what what celebrities the power that celebrities hold in terms of what they can do for society i just think that a big thing is reach and being able to you know say one thing to your to your intimate i'm putting air quotes because as a celebrity you know you have a large following relatively regardless um but sending it you know something to your intimate group of fans and you know they literally turn over and now it's a, a domino effect and now it's you know exponentially just increasing whatever is said i think that that type of power that type of influence is so important but i mean not important i think it's very critical but i think the most important aspect is who that celebrity is and what you know they're saying and you know we can't like necessarily go in and tackle those little nuances you know right now because celebrities say a whole lot of shit but i think that anybody that has that type of power or that has a type of influence is very powerful um but power corrupts and so i'm not necessarily saying that there should be some type of regulation mm -hmm. you know because that's that's free speech you know these people are people mm -hmm. still you know and so that that's just right it's the tough thing i think that and we're go i'm going in circles but i think the toughest thing is that you know we make the celebrity right yeah. they are who they are they are as skillful and as talented but we make the recognition for them yeah. you know and so with us bestowing that power um i think that it's important to understand that when we do that it, it, it's gonna come back vice versa because we're giving it to them and and now they're gonna use it on us <laughs> you know yeah. um yeah pop that pop that term into your twitter search bar but if not like i'm gonna give my understanding of it or my definition of it which is to like stop investing in the hierarchy of between like those that are famous and wealthy as opposed to those are not like, yeah, not expecting celebrities to be better just because they are a celebrity. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. But yeah. you, so it's not like you literally still expect celebrities to be better. Do I expect celebrities to be better? Because they're um, persons? Not, not as people, but as a brand, I think they're, resp they're responsible brand actions and they're, they're irresponsible brand actions. It's like Dwayne Reed. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Dwayne Reed can't be like, I hate, fuck Advil. People. Oh, Advil, yeah. Because that's like, that's irresponsible. They also can't say fuck black people because that's True. irresponsible as a brand. Like, I don't necessarily know if I really, well, maybe I should care, but. Right? See, okay. <laughs> like, my question is, it's like, so let's say, let's pick a celebrity. Let's say uh, Kim Kardashian, right? Mm. Kim Kardashian is very vocal about, um, or has been, I don't want to say very, but she has been involved in um, social justice mm -hmm. and involved in um, freeing black people from prison. Mm -hmm. and she's used her platform to, to say- Wrongly, black wrongly um, convicted black people too. 
Yo, yes, yeah. And, to, and she's used her platform to say Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. But like, what if Kim Kardashian goes to bed at night and it's like, it should be very bad for reasons. <laughs> like, reasons. Black, black people. Like, what if she holds that in her heart, but socially she doesn't say anything and she navigates her brand in a way to support Black Lives Matter and Black Lives. Does it matter to me that in her heart, it's fuck Black people? I don't know, to be honest with you. But you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. That's also the, <laughs> the huge point. Because, <laughs> like, if a tree, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if a tree fell and no one was around, you know what I'm saying? Did it happen? Because what I was about to say was that, after that scenario, I was going to say that would never happen. I'm like, and if it's happening right now, it's we, we, we won't even know that it's happening because she'd yeah. have to be that vocal she, about it. Black people, yeah. Like, we wouldn't know. So if you don't know, I it obviously doesn't matter. If you don't know. Right. Yeah, because we don't. We actually don't know anything about anyone. Right. <laughs> like, it's in the true depth of their heart. Mm. There are things that signal, and there are actions that you can do that signal what your beliefs are. But then it can very well be the opposite. You could do things that don't signal your belief. Yeah. Because you, like I said, you want to be a responsible brand. And that's why you see all these people... Um, there are all these companies hopping on the, the Black, Black Lives Matter, Matter thing mm-hmm. and them saying, like, we care, we care, we care. And then it stops at a certain extent. Mm-hmm. If Uber, Uber did a whole Black Lives Matter thing, um, are their employees insured? Do they get, mm. <laughs> what are their employees' rights? You feel me? <laughs> like, because we all want to be raising awareness, but... What happens when we need to extend past awareness? It's 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're not aware. That's a problem. <laughs> and the conversation is still focused solely around awareness. That's a problem. Yeah, that's very true. How do you think you... Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> how, how do you think you overcome awareness? How do we move into the next step, you know, moving towards action? Um, I feel like it's kind of happening. Stop, well, I don't want to say stop excusing ignorance. Mm. <laughs> well, I, mean, sure. I feel like not, not all ignorance is malicious. Sometimes there are people, because our education system True. does such a poor job of informing about injustice mm-hmm. that I can't always say that. Like mm-hmm. All ignorance is... Um, malicious but there are certain things we all get the we all get the little martin luther king lesson mm-hmm. in kindergarten where it's like treat others how you want to be treated or um discrimination is bad like we get that i was there for that that <laughs> 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 to be a base level there we get the we get the the ten come the the whittled down five commandments you know the washed yeah. out um you know elementary version of what's good and exactly. bad right know? even using those words is so ugh. <laughs> yeah so they're like base level conversations i want to have with anyone at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. we're not talking about the n-word yeah if you're white don't say it i don't i don't care don't sing it don't tell me it's in a song i don't care if you have questions about that consult google <laughs> like consult don't google. don't ask do not come to a black person and ask them is it okay if i say the n-word like no <laughs> 2020 no yeah it always it always why it always it always gets larger um 
I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Racism is always evolving, baby. Because racism is attached to capitalism. You know, and <laughs> because evolving. I'm glad that you said that. I mean, racism is attached to capitalism and capitalism is attached to celebrity. Money. Or at least, or at, yeah, <laughs> or at least the perception of money is yeah. tied into celebrity, or wait, even wait, just. Can I go back to something you just said? You yeah, just bring it back. An idea in my head, because it's like, and that's why what you just said about how um, race, capitalism, and celebrity are all attached. Which is why I think there's even more weight to the statement of abolish celebrity, because exactly, I think it's like I think it's really important to consider why you're emotionally invested in anyone mm. or any concept or any music or any idea. Why is this meaningful to you? What resonates to you about this person? Mm -hmm. And then when it even gets to the case when they're not necessarily producing, like the Kardashians, mm -hmm. they don't make music, no. right? They've made um, makeup and stuff, but that was, as a result of their fame. They didn't get mm -hmm. famous for making lipsticks or mm. like whatever it is, like shapewear. Exactly. They got famous off of their personalities. Mm. <laughs> I put quotes around because it's like, they don't even have like huge personalities in the same way that like a talk show host would, yeah. like uh, Wendy Williams or- Yeah. They have, they have personalities that make money. So are you interested in the Kardashians because of their wealth? Do you, would you like to be wealthy like them? Like, mm. is their lifestyle appealing to you? Yeah. So why? That is a good question. That is a good, that is a good way to look at the investment, emotional investment yeah. within, within a, a, a celebrity subject. If you're the fan, mm -hmm. damn, because I mean, because when, at least when it comes to looking at a show, like, keeping up with like you're solely keeping up with and they don't do shit but you know eat, make, make, you know, eat post make money decisions and yeah. money decisions like because they've already reached the point in wealth where in which it's strictly you know delegation for the most part yeah and like it's weird because i feel like you what you want to think of when you have an artist and their audience is the fact that there's some type of connection you know, there's some type of y'all came from some type of certain, you know, like there's some overlap that makes you feel connected to that person. Um, and it's weird because watching something like that, you know that there's no other family that lives like that, you know, that has all of those little uh, just everything, you know, that they have. And so the way that they acquired it. Yeah. <laughs> what? And so it's not even like, oh. What you say? I said it's bizarre. It it is it's solely bizarre, and so I think it's it's it it highlights your point that it's a lot about emotional that it's partly you know a critical thing is emotional investment and perception and mm -hmm. vision because nobody else is like the Kardashians. Nobody yeah. like nobody else is the Kardashians. Yeah, and there's even and there's way 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 fewer people you know that are like the kardashians you know in some regard so that means that that vast majority of people that tune into the show like are there for reasons outside of actually fucking with them somewhat 
somewhat, at least like at their core. I mean, yeah. and, and yeah. it kind of goes and back to the facade thing. Like, how do we know who they are? But like with the with the money thing, like I, I think it's a, with the vision. When I said vision um, and perception, knowing that we don't have any of that and then watching it and be and kind of being like, that's right. That's kind of cool to have. That's the standard. <laughs> but I feel like there's celebrity at different scales as well. Oh, very um, true. Very true. Not even just at the Kardashian level, but is there a person in your school you idolize? Is there a person like in your family that you're like, mm -hmm. that you idolize? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a, you know, I feel like every, in every podcast, we can always somewhat bring it to the matter of proximity, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, and, and, and subjectivity, you know, kind of like even when we started the stand conversation, um, coming back to terms of who even is the listener, you know, who is the person that's feeling the connection. Mm -hmm. Um, it's interesting because you show, it, it shows that that's all that matters, or at least that's the most, you know, integral part of the equation. Connection. Yeah. You yeah. can get rid of the, or not even the connection. Well, yes, the connection, but where it's where it starts from. Mm. You, it's your connection to somebody. Also, connection isn't always positive. If you're a mm. hater, mm. you're Talk a fierce fan. Talk about it. <laughs> <You're a hater. laughs> like being a hater, that is heavy emotional investment. Mm -hmm. That's a whole lot of energy. That's that's equitable to love. <laughs> Yo, yo, it is. It is. Oh my god. Like <laughs> Matt has some words. That was just that was just a great sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause like people people are like, I don't like anyone. I'm just me. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, you you just can't. They're like, I'm absolved from fandoms because I hate everything. That no, you're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we want to follow the line, the paper trail as to why you hate them, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna end up in a two-hour conversation. Yeah. And how much time and energy did we just you give that person? You in that person? How much emotional investment you place in that person, that thing? Mm -hmm. Like people think hating something gives you a level of neutrality. Mm -mm. No, doesn't. <laughs> you're on the other side. Yeah, like no. That's very true. Being a there is big things about about um, hating, but I mean, and even that, you know, who's the subject? Who's the one doing the hating? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for the most part, how much does that hate reflect something that they did or something that you don't like about what they did? Mm. You know, or even something you don't like about yourself. Boom, because that's that's the only reason we hate other shit. <laughs> like. Let your hate and jealousy guide you. Don't even like, don't even be afraid of it. Like, let it guide you. You will find out stuff about yourself that will blow your mind. Mm, yeah, that's a fact. That's right. A fact. Damn. <laughs> like, when I find myself being jealous, I say to myself, what is it about this person that I would like? Do I think that this person has something that I can achieve? Is this something that I want to achieve? That's oh, maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know what what's something I would like to like guide my life by or something I aspire to. Negative feelings can be so informative and informational that I don't even think because people are like, hate is bad, don't be a hater, don't be jealous. But that's a human emotion that I don't think 
you can avoid. So when it does occur, let it guide you. Yeah, that's very true. That's pretty interesting thinking about the whole, um, I guess, the normality with people being like, oh, don't be a hater, you know, don't, you know, on like, you know, why can't we like, let's just stay in the middle. Everything can kind of work out. I don't think you can. Oh, peace? Nah, find peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean, like externally, like don't like, hmm. Like, I think there's reasoning. Oh, well, I mean, kind of like you said, with the guidance. So like, you'll find reasoning in the hate. Like, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think, I mean, hate is a strong word. We can bring it to like dislike, but like, I don't think there's always even ill intent. With hating? Ill intention mm -hmm. with hate. Um, mm, like, weird. like, but maybe I need to further it. So like conscious ill intent. So like aware that you're hating, aware why you're hating you know, aware of like the whole situation. Uh, I feel like yeah. a lot of hate is given in a more so one-sided way or like a, maybe a like a, a obstructed like form. Like hate usually comes when like you don't know the full story, you know? Oh, I disagree. I think, mm. <laughs> I think when you hate, just like when you love, you become invested. So you're doing your research. You're maybe you're scrolling through their Instagram. You're constructing a story off of whatever it is that you're seeing, whatever information you're getting. And you're consuming that information in a way that aligns with your hate. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, that's only to me, that's only something a Virgo would do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she said research, oh research y'all. You don't, wow, I just told myself. <laughs> I am divulging company secrets. Oh my God. Um, but when I interact with people who hate, mm. or like when they're, or even if they're not vocal about it, mm -hmm. but you know that one friend that can't shut up about something? Yeah. And that's just true. ragging on it and ragging on it, and they'll bring you new information to mm. validate Okay. Are ragging on something. <laughs> that's a that's a that's 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 that's, that's your, a uh, prototypical that's a hater. relationship you're engaging in True. and investing in in a narrative that you're building and i guess that's a big thing too and that honestly that brings it back to why i had to look up facade mm -hmm. um even the way in which people think about what the word means um you know because i we we probably we have it overlaps in a lot of ways but we have some dissenting um Opinion. you know ideas or even just ideas of of or profiles more so of what it means to be a hater you know what i'm saying have you ever been a hater i don't ever i don't think i've ever thought of you hating something which nah. is like why i think you don't know <laughs> i don't even nah see i don't <laughs> <laughs> Shit, look, I might just not know what it's like to hate somebody. Which is pretty exceptional about Matt. Like, I'm not even like trying to gas him. Like, I have never seen him be like, I hate this, or I've never seen you like demonstrate attributes of hate. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. He's not clued in. <laughs> nah, you might have a point right there. Cause what you, cause, and then everything that you said, you know, about your own, about the hater profile that you, that you constructed, um, 
it sounded I participated in heat. I was about to say, I'm like, that sounded very, very real. I was like, I've never, you know, experienced that. But I'm like, damn, you know, I believe that. So yeah, shit. I mean, and this is where this is where the zodiac comes out. This is where you can see that. I no, <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you in anger, right? Yeah. But you are always. You're very. You come back to your equilibrium pretty mm. quickly. Mm. Like, yeah. what's your Mars sign? Oh, Gemini. Oh, that's why I'm a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy. I'm. This has actually got me low key pretty hyped for whenever we do our episode oh, going through aspects and planets yeah. and stuff because yeah we're kinda wild. at like just at an hour i don't mm-hmm. want to torture um matt for the audio editing so i feel like we can say goodbye and um yeah well i guess you. <laughs> yes thank you all for tapping in <laughs>